Oh, you know what that sound is? That that music. That's the music provided by Josh Cantor. The amazing Josh Cantor. The half hour of power. The best show post show. 30 rapid fire minutes of crazy unscreened calls. And I'm joined in the studio by AP Mike. How are you, Mike? I'm doing well, Tom. You're doing good? Yes. You're doing well. Sorry. I say you're doing good. You're doing well. You're, you're actually correct. <laughs> Hello, everyone. We have uh, uh, Jason Gore, a.k.a. the Dudio, the dude who built the studio. How are you, Jason? Good. Good. Very good. We haven't done one of these in a while. No, it has been a while. And we have Pat Byrne. Yellow. What's up, Pat? How are you? Good. What, uh... What do you guys have to plug right off the top? I know, Jason, you have your show, Get Real, with Bridge and Tunnel, with special guest uh, Gemma Deller, who's a psychic medium at the pit, this Saturday, the 16th at 8 p.m. That's correct. Is that going to be a, gra- a good time? It'll be a good time. It's uh, Gemma is very, very cool. She has a lot of great stories. She's also James Franco psychic. So. Okay. Maybe something about that will pop up. <laughs> All right. James yeah. Franco's yeah. psychic. <laughs> that and means sure. she's got to be way up there in the yeah. psychic world. Yeah. I wonder if she <laughs> I wonder if she can see, if she's a psychic, if she can see James Franco firing, like like canning her for publicly talking about that. Yeah, that he visits. Yeah, yeah. That, that's his side, like... Oh, you weren't that psychic, were you? You didn't see. You didn't see that this movie star flipped out because you started telling everybody you were his psychic. Mm-hmm. Pat, anything? I got nothing, but I do want to say I just met uh, the wonderful Josh Cantor over the weekend, and he's very nice. He is a good guy. He was playing what with uh, Steve Wynn? Steve Wynn and the Miracle Three, as well as um, the Minus Five. Mm-hmm. I wish I, I wish I could have seen him. But not that night. It was the Yeah. Let's go to the phones, guys. What do you think about that? Let's see who's here. Welcome to the Half Hour Power. You're here with me and AP Mike and Jason Gore and Pat Byrne. What's going on? Hi, it's Will from Mississippi. How's it going? Hi, Will. Hey, Will. Um, What's up, Will? Y'all doing all right? Yeah, they're, everybody's <laughs> doing great. Excellent, excellent. Uh, so I wanted to contribute a Thomas Pinchon, uh, urban legend because, uh, he was brought up last week. Okay. Thomas Pinchon, um, author of The Crying of Lot 49. If the movie you've selected is Against the Day. If the movie you've selected is Mason and Dixon, press three now. Yes. What is the thing yes. you got? Let's hear this. So I, uh, you, you were talking about how um, odd it would be if, uh, you know, if we actually saw a picture of Pinchon, if we saw him in public, you know, mm-hmm. it'd, be, it'd be, it wouldn't match his persona. Um, but uh, there, there's an old urban legend. Uh, he was really good friends with Richard Farina back in the day. And uh, I think Farina was getting married with Mimi Baez or, or somebody like that. And uh, Pinchon was the best man at Farina's wedding. And, uh, uh, the old old legend has it that uh, Pinchon was walked in uh, in a wooden box um, because he was so, you know, I, I don't want anybody to see me. I don't want anybody to, 
uh, look at me kind of thing. Um, but uh, that yeah, would be that's, pretty that's, early for him to do that, though, right? In yeah, the, in the, in like because I, I think I think it'd be around somewhere around the crying a lot forty nine, but it, it would be probably I, I've. I've yeah, I really enjoyed Thomas Pynchon, but uh, it, it would probably be around the time he was writing Gravity's Rainbow. And, uh, from the stories I've uh, dug up, he's he was a crazy dude uh, at that point. So are there are he there was, any pictures of, of the box in the wedding pictures? I mean, um, that, that I, 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 th- yeah. I think it's uh, a total... Can we uh, move the box uh, over here? Yeah. yeah. Closer <laughs> to the bride? It, 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 it's the... It's, it's the bride it's dancing funeral. with a box <laughs> <laughs> that has oh, that's old, uh, that that's has old uh, America's preeminent uh, master of fiction inside. Yeah. Yeah. Guess what's in the box? <laughs> yeah, the guy who wrote V. So, so that's just is that just speculation though, or do you, is there any? Do multiple people talk about that? Um, I've heard of it talked about several times, but I, I think it's uh, uh, kind of admitted to as you know, just kind of farcical, mm-hmm. uh, just kind of hearsay. Box. That uh, <laughs> I, I almost, I almost, I've never heard that legend. I mean, I've heard all the, you know, the the background stories with him, and uh, I've never heard that one. I almost wonder if he may, he's going to start making these stories up himself. You know. Yeah, he probably does. Just has feeders out. You know, hey, tell tell some people this one. It'll it'll be pretty funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I spotted. I wonder. I I I I wonder if anybody spotted him in uh, Inherent Vice. Like, if they have any suspicions <laughs> on who he could be in there. Yeah, he, he was an extra in it. Yeah. Yeah. I, oh, I really. Think, I I think the the theory that I heard that sounds the most plausible is that the scene with. Um, uh, when they're in that sort of party, yeah, with the, and, the mm-hmm. Last Supper. Owen Owen Wilson is talking to uh, I always forget his yeah. name. Yeah, Joaquin. Joaquin. Phoenix. Yes, <laughs> there, there's a uh, reflection behind them, mm-hmm. and you see uh-huh. a face. So it's it's not even like full on, uh-huh. but you can you can catch an image, and somebody's got a screen capture of it, and you can see okay. a, a man's face in there. And he's got sort of big glasses, owl-type okay. glasses, mustache. Mm-hmm. He looks like kind of an old hippie, which is kind of what you'd expect. There's this amazing thing. Yeah. That it's, it's like the, the, the notion of mystery, mm-hmm. of just mm-hmm. being denied something that is so common in a way. It's like when you see him, it's like he's going to have two eyes and a nose and a mouth <laughs> yeah, yeah. on his thing. <laughs> Arrange and it's just like it will be some version of that. Yeah, and it's just like yeah. oh, well, that's what. It's amazing that there's like, but if that is withheld from people, mm-hmm. that it becomes this, this Big just this, this like life's mission to just see what yeah. he looked like or yeah. looks like. <laughs> yeah. Are you? Uh, wow. uh, what, what, what else is going on, buddy? Anything? Uh not much. Okay. <laughs> Half hour power, you're on the air. Yes, gentlemen, uh, I have. You're here with uh, AP I have a very Mike. Question. Okay, this you're here with AP. From... Hey, hey, hey! <laughs> you're here with AP Mike, Dudio, Jason Gore, and Pat Byrne. Okay. I, well, hello, guys. Uh, this is Brunch Wolf from Tampa. Um, 
Brun- I have a quick question for Brunch you. Wolf? Brunch Wolf? Brunch Wolf, yes. Okay, okay. Wolf's like, you know, wolves like brunch too. Okay. Bloody Brunch Mary's Wolf, can I just tell you this, Brunch Wolf? <laughs> you, in 45 <laughs> seconds, <laughs> I would say eight times I almost hung up on you <laughs> in the last 45. <laughs> like, I was so, you've said eight things that were actionable. And but you're still hanging on there, so I'm just gonna keep going. I'm gonna now. I'm all in on Brunch Wolf. Mm-hmm. Oh, what do you, what do you got, buddy? What do you got? Well, uh, now I'm afraid. Nine. Of my that was nine. <laughs> <laughs> it was nine. Your phone beeped. It was like. Go ahead, Brunch Wolf. All right, I need you guys to rank the Steely Dan albums. The first seven Steely Dan albums, not the last two that weren't really Steely Dan albums. Who? First of all, let's uh, let's see here. Let's see, hey, Mike Steely Dan. You you like them to a certain yeah, degree, let's right? Let's not get complicated. I'll, let's just give our top. But you're a fan. Yeah, I'm a fan. And Jason, uh, you're a fan. Yeah, I'm definitely a fan. Yeah, you're a fan. Pat, you're what, not a fan. When they're on classic rock radio, I don't turn them off. Okay, yeah. So you like the hits? Yeah, yeah. And I think it's established where I stand on Steely Dan. <laughs> so you're Not removing yourself it. from the. I am. A, I am recusing myself because <laughs> I do. I truly don't have an opinion of any of the albums. So the floor is you got you guys. I'm. I'm not going to rank them all. I'm just going to say Asia is my favorite, and maybe Pretzel Logic right behind it. What's the What's your least favorite? Least favorite is probably maybe uh, Gaucho. Yeah, Gaucho oh, or yeah. Katie Lied. Mm-hmm. Really? See, Katie Lyde's my favorite. Oh, okay. What All song right. is on Katie Lyde that you love so much? I can't think of it right now. Man, well, I'll tell you one long. thing. Read the, the read the Coachella diary that that uh, Donald Fagan wrote uh, in, in uh, Rolling Stone magazine. You'll just be like, "Oh boy, that would that would be a test of." Uh, I think Walter Becker might be like, "I'm not a, I'm not a Steely Dan fan anymore after reading that." <laughs> I've been, I've been meaning to pick up his memoir. I guess it may be out in paperback now. It's a good read. <laughs> is it? Okay. Is yeah, there an audio book? It's an entertaining read. He's okay. not funny. He thinks he's funny. He's not funny. <laughs> I'm sorry. I I know uh, the tenets of comedy, Brunch Wolf, <laughs> and that guy is he's he's uh, he's he's trading in uh, in uh, the the trappings of of being funny. Would but call, he's just a, a douche. Would you call it collegiate comedy? It's sort of, no, I it's think. A, it's it, like it's like a f- fake crab thing, like a hipster. It's like it's like like a fifties jazz bow, <laughs> anti rock version of a guy who thinks he's hilarious. That and when he's cranky, that's funny because he's cranky. And when he cares, it's wait. Am I talking about me or him? <laughs> for a second, I lost track of where where well, am I? I wasn't going to say anything. Uh-huh. <laughs> Well, look, I'm funny, though. I'm funny. You are. Look, I'm also a better singer than that guy, too. That's the other thing. <laughs> Guy's like the Mike Love of the, of uh, jazz uh, rock, right? Well, he's got, I, I he, Mike, Mike Love is like uh, Pavarotti compared to Donald <laughs> Fagan. Mike Love. Mike Love deserves no quarter. I, I can agree with you on that. Yeah, but you got to admit, Donald Fagan can't sing to save his life. He's He's got no range. Look, I'm 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 not going to agree with that. The idea that. these guys have the best studio musicians, and then they get a guy who who can hit five notes is singing the songs. It's like that's the craziest thing I ever heard in my life. Because he writes. Well, I'm glad lyrics. I changed it to Steely Dan from Tom Waits. Oh, don't worry. 
Tom Waits, that's like a cicada. <laughs> just under the <laughs> under the ground waiting to come out. <laughs> and when he when that comes out, then we're back to back to stepping on that cicada. Yeah, I just Man, you to must throw have God, my... God have mercy on your record collection, Steely Dan, Tom Waits. What else? What other? What other uh, uh, highlights to, are, are are there on your shelf? If the mail gets here tomorrow, I'm going to have the box set. Okay, well that look that will that's like a fumigator that will help. That will that the box set cancels out all the Steely Dan albums and Tom Waits albums. And what's one other thing you know I don't like that's in there? I don't know your feelings on Fela Kuti. I have a really good Fela yeah, Kuti record. Fine. You know, Fela Kuti, I like everything I hear, but it's like I don't. I don't need all the records. You know, I need. You need two. No time to commit. No, that's why I have one record. Yeah, that's fine. I like Fela Kuti. It's great. And the Kinks. The Kinks are amazing. Yeah, I'm. I'm a. I'm a Kinks greater than Beatles guy. All right, well, what's just, your favorite Kinks album? Hot Shot. Most well Hillbillies. Easily. Yeah. That's a, alcohol. Brilliant song. That's a. That's a. I'm sorry. Well, alcohol's got that ragtime, that music hall feel. <laughs> that uh, look, if you want to, my opinion of that is, and I where you guys stand on. Do you want to play that? Me go play for your grandfather at uh, on uh, Boxing Day, right? It's got, it's got 20th Century Man on there yeah, too. That's a great though. song. Yeah, look, it's a great album. album. Yeah, but it's got the a cute schizophrenia. Yeah, look, it's got a great album. <laughs> Have a cup of tea. Yeah. Well, no, it's that's not one of my favorite songs, but. Uh, <laughs> What about Arthur? Why don't you why yeah. don't you think Arthur's the, the, my favorite? It's got the most rockin'. Arthur's a better album than Muswell Hillbillies, but Muswell Hillbillies is my favorite. Oh, that's fair. Yeah. Jason, favorite Lola's a better King's album? 100% Arthur. Arthur. Arthur's yep. got the scope, man. Arthur blows uh, uh, Village Green out of the water. The first time I heard Arthur, I thought I was listening to Of Montreal. I didn't know it was the Kings. Shangri-La, right? My wife's favorite song of all time. So Victoria, talking about right? You can't, yeah. you can't mess with that album. Yes, sir, no, sir, right? Where do I yeah. go, sir? Pat Kinks albums, any favorites? I like Village Green, okay. uh, but I, I agree that Arthur's probably just conceptually and you know hit wise better album. But I just think it's like a rocking Village yeah. Green is what I like about Arthur. Mike Kinks albums, uh, King Chronicles. Double album, all the hits. Yeah, look, they, they are as hit. They are as you can't go wrong with that one. To, no, you can't. Top, <laughs> top to bottom, the Kinks are just top, that's un, as untouchable a band as you can get hits wise. Totally agree. Well, Brunch Wolf, we found common ground, just like someone would find over brunch, right? Exactly. Okay. <laughs> Brunch Wolf, is that the dumbest name you've ever yeah, heard? I think Jason? It is, yeah. Dumbest name I've ever heard. Dumbest. And that's from the guy who makes us call him Dudio. Yeah. He's saying <laughs> Brunch Wolf <laughs> as a name sucks. Mike Brunch Wolf? Yeah, terrible. That's like, that's the most Brooklyn thing I've ever heard in my life, <laughs> calling yourself Brunch Wolf. <laughs> right, Pat? He, uh, he followed us all on Twitter, by the way. Brunch Wolf? Oh, yeah. That's nice. That's good. Look, he gets a little thrill. <laughs> a little Twitter throw. <laughs> Half hour power, you're on the air with AP Mike. Hello, Tom. You're here with AP Mike, Jason Gore, and Pat Byrne. Who's this? This is Dave from Knoxville. It's Dave from Knoxville. <laughs> What's up, Dave? How are you guys doing? We're doing Not good. Much. How are hey, you, uh, Dave? I understand that I'm doing great. 
You feeling all right? Feeling good. 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 Need to lose 80 pounds. All right. You can do it. We'll work on it. You can do it. Um, Hey, uh, this big party Saturday, uh, I I didn't get the covered dish sheet. It didn't go by my desk, so I don't know what to bring. Her desserts all taken. You mean the party in Nashville? Yeah. All you have to bring is yourself. Mm -hmm. Oh. oh. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Seems like too good a deal for me. Yeah, and a ticket. Also, you have to bring bring one of them to the door also. (laughs) (laughs) Because they might not let you in without one. Yeah, it's a will call deal, so hopefully they've got it there sitting for me. Hey, uh, don't worry. Look, if you have any problem, you let me know. Oh, I, I think I think we're good to go. I uh, I tried to call in during the regular show, and it was so packed I couldn't get in. And now I think it's a better thing because I know that your lady friend's not listening to this live. But I need to let you know that there is a uh, that there is a flotation device business within three miles of Third Man. Flotation device. The uh, isolation tank. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, I'm yeah. not doing that. No. What do you think we're gonna sneak out? Yeah, we quick take a quick dip in an isolation tank. No, no, no. We, we we nixed that idea. Yeah. yeah. Look, Dave. You know, you would, know you do it? would you do it? I would do it if anyone else would. You know, know, but here's the interesting thing, and I'm gonna sound a little like uh, Larry the Perv, but just guess how much they charge for a 90 minute flotation. Well, because you said uh, that, I'm pretty flotation. sure it's uh, around seventy dollars. <laughs> It, yes, it's it's you just <laughs> off by one dollar. I mean, yeah, I was off by one dollar. <laughs> yeah, you you have what, some kind did, of psychic. Didn't Larry the Perv have sixty nine followers for the longest time? Wasn't it like his like his <laughs> life's accomplishment on Twitter? I think yeah, <laughs> yeah, I got sixty nine followers. Just yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, he's just <laughs> booting people all the time. So look, guy's got something. Uh, to, he's got a dream. Yeah. It's like the song Happy Talk, right? Right. If you don't have a dream, well, I, how are you going to have a dream come I can't through? wait to see the show. Well, thank you, Dave. I, I'm excited I to see you. I can't believe I'm week. coming to the show. I'm very excited you're coming to the show. And I'm glad you're yeah. doing good. It's exceptional. Great. That thank you, man. That makes me very happy to hear. You take care, buddy. I'll see you soon. I'll see, see you soon. Okay, bye. bye. Hi, everybody. Tim Heidecker here. We have a brand new Office Hours that just came out of the oven. We've got legendary psych rocker Ty Siegel. And Doug is back from down under. G'day. G'day. And his mommy came with him. Mommy and Gary Lusenhop are here, too. Alicia let me know that she finished the White Album, has thoughts on that. So much more on this legendary episode of Office Hours. Find us on your podcast app of choice or watch us on YouTube at youtube.com slash office hours live. Who are the animals? Because I don't smell them. So what, what, what are you reading now, Mike? Anything, anything you can recommend? Any mo- or movies or anything? What, what's, uh, I, I'm reading, uh, it, it's kind of interesting. Uh, Manny Farber. Did you ever hear of him? He's a critic? Yeah. He was a movie critic. He was like sort of the the big influence on Pauline Kael. And um, the Library of America put out a collection of his stuff. 
And so yeah, I've just when, been, what did he write for? Like where was this stuff published? Um, I think Here he wrote he for a few things. Uh, the Nation. Okay. I think he he wrote for. I may be wrong, but he he wrote for different uh, publications. Um, so I'm just sort of skimming through that, and yeah, he's kind of a cranky guy. I mean, he didn't mm-hmm. like uh, Casablanca. He didn't like Bambi. He really gave it to Bambi. I thought, wow, this guy's <laughs> he's tough. Now, is there an element of it at least that just it's like, okay, well, at least there's somebody applying some critical thinking to things that maybe didn't get that degree of it. I don't know film the history of film criticism. Yeah, I mean, I I think his big thing was he sort of was promoting like the B movies, mm-hmm. you know, sort of uh, film noir and that type of stuff. He was kind of value and yeah, stuff he was, was sort of like first on top of that and promoting that. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's always sort of putting down movies would try to make big statements. You know, he, he, he's always using this expression movie land blah. Mm-hmm. You know, he's just like where they're always trying to like, you know, make this sort of the artistic. He, he'd that. rather have something that's sort of what he calls uh termite art where like people are just kind of like desperately making these movies and it's not like with some big statement in, in, in mind, you know? Sure. So yeah, it, it's, it's interesting. Mm hmm. Anything, uh, Pat, you've been reading or listening to or watching? I've been trying to read uh, The Old Man and the Sea by Ernest Hemingway, and uh, I got it over Christmas. Uh, Are you back in high school? (laughs) Did something happen that I didn't hear about? And that's a a quick read. It's a pamphlet, as Tom would say. Give yourself an afternoon. I have not even finished it. (laughs) But someone else loaned me the Richard Hell uh, um, most recent biography and... It's good. I'm like a chapter in. He did know. some freelance work for me once, or a couple times actually. When you with Richard you edited, Myers, yes. And you edited his stuff. Well, he he was doing pre. <laughs> I was working on uh, like test prep books, and you know, he, I guess it was a tough time for him. And mm-hmm. one of the my coworkers knew him, and suggested him for freelance work, proofreading. Okay. And he was, you know, he was proofreading books on uh, military flight aptitude tests. Uh, you know, the SAT, mm-hmm. you know, that type of stuff. Wow. And, we, and he'd come in and we'd have little conversations here mm-hmm. and there. Yeah, it was good. Did a good job. That's that thing. You, you, if you're in this stuff for life of just being in the arts for life, there are, that's, there are years like that where it's like, well, yeah. I better do this to, yeah. to pay my rent. Downtime, yeah. yeah. Jason, anything that's on your, uh, plate? Well, uh, you guys already know I saw Avengers. Um, that was really oh, again, good. You're still the, bragging you're the, about the, it. Uh, the, you hear the, just the, the, it's just the, the self-satisfaction that he got one of the tickets oh, to see it. It was really good. How many Wonka bars did you open before you got an Avengers ticket? Four. Four? Just four. You didn't have like a team of, no. of, of people just opening them around the clock? <laughs> But I, I also did. I watched the. Uh, Kirk- well, what did you think of it? What did you? What think did I of think Age of Avengers? Of yeah. I thought it was great. Okay. Um, uh, it was. It has a lot. There's a lot going on. Okay. There's probably way too many Marvel heroes seems in this. Long. Yeah, it's really, really long. And then it seems like they have to give everybody a moment, and I would just be like, "Fine." Here's Hawkeye's moment. <laughs> I watch him for five minutes now. <laughs> So that Jeremy Renner will come back and do another one of these movies. <laughs> like, they have to... Because that's what happens. You start getting movie stars to do these things, and you have to treat them accordingly. 
They want things to do. Why do you think Storm has so much more to do in these X-Men movies <laughs> than in the comic books? Because it's like, well, we got it. We did get Halle Berry to play Storm, so we better give... This movie apparently has a whole lot of Wolverine and Storm in it because they're two famous people. <laughs> so, so Avengers, and what were you starting to say? Oh, it's just, it has way too many people. It's, okay. it's just over, and apparently the one that they're filming now... Uh, Captain America 3 Civil War mm-hmm. has even more mm-hmm. av- Avengers and Marvel characters just crammed into it. So it's uh, it felt like a, a, a bit much at times, but I enjoyed it. Okay. So, yeah. All right. Yeah. Mike, not not for you. Well, actually, I, I, I had a chance to see it Sunday. One of my coworkers at Masses, uh, he's not driving now for mm-hmm. personal reasons, and uh, he needed a ride. He wanted to see it. And I was just getting off. I work from 9 till 6. Mm-hmm. And Sunday nights, I, I get tired. And I dropped him off. He, he got he got a ticket for the Avengers. We, we got something to eat. He was going to a 9.30 show. Mm-hmm. And I just told him, I said, I can't go see that movie. I would fall asleep. Yeah. So, uh, you know, he went on his own. And I haven't heard his review yet. But uh, he was excited to see it. I thought you were going to say you had a... Uh Street copy. <laughs> no, I thought that we 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 did ask for the street screener, and uh, they haven't hit the street yet. The guy's like, I'm gonna get it. I'll get it. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He said, Hold not yet. Horse oh guy. no, I, I, I think he, I think he had one, but he, he he actually said it was not good quality. Okay, so, so he he, he, he kind of told you guys yeah, to yeah, hold, hold tight. I'll get you. <laughs> I got a good one coming up. In the meantime, what do you? What else you want? I, I asked for ex machina. Mm-hmm. And that just left a blank expression yeah. on his face. Like, what? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like most of my requests, you know, they kind of just get, you know, the ma- the master. Will you, you see know? Mad Max? Would you see <laughs> Mad Max? Oh, yeah, Max? yeah, definitely I would see that. Yeah. I would see that, yeah. yeah. That Mad Max? Good. I'd see it, yeah. Jason, I don't even have to ask. <laughs> yeah, I'll see it. No, yeah. yeah, looks like the most awesome, violent thing I've ever, like the <laughs> thing you got guys bouncing over on, like, Swinging poles and things while the car's going eighty miles an hour, and like they actually did all the stunts. Like they, that's not. It's not a. It's it's like I'm. Look, I'm sure there's a ton of CGI in Uh it, in in certain ways. But but he likes to do practical stunts with Mm -hmm. all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, Welcome to the half hour of power, caller. You're here with AP. It's AP Mike and and Pat Byrne and Jason Gore. Hello, everybody. Um, this is uh, Ben from Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Hey, Ben. Hello. What, what's Hello. up, Ben? Uh, I'm very stoked about the uh, the show, Tom, uh, going there to Third Man on Saturday. Great. I'm excited to see you there. Yeah, going to get to uh, hopefully meet up with uh, uh, Jason and some other friends of Tom beforehand. So, uh, yeah. That's Great. awesome. How far away is what town are you from, Murfreesboro? <laughs> yeah, Murfreesboro. It's about uh, about tw- uh, thirty minutes away. Oh, that's not bad. But that's awesome. There. Yeah. What's that? I almost went to college there. What is the college in Murfreesboro? Middle Tennessee. MTSU. State. I graduated yeah. there uh, as well about three years ago. What's the mascot for the MTSU? Uh, it's pretty lame. It's the Blue Raider. A Blue Raider. <laughs> yeah, what does yeah. that even mean? <laughs> It's, it's a some sad... kind of a, a, a horse that shoots lightning. Oh. 
Yeah. <laughs> Why not just call them the lightning horses? The MTSBs, MTS, MT, Middle Tennessee. State University. State MTSU. Yeah. The light, like, right? The lightning horses rather than yeah. the Blue Raiders. Yeah, I don't know. I never went to the football games. I'm an art major, so yeah, um, I'm not too good with it. So what, what's going on tonight, buddy? I, I was wondering if you've uh, had a chance to check out uh, Henry Rollins. Uh, he's got a podcast now. I have not heard it yet. It's Henry and Heidi. Like, uh, who works Heidi, for who him. Is... Yes. Yeah, yeah. She's somebody who so, she, she gives him the business. Yeah, that's kind of the thing. And it's like they, they do this 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 routine where uh, he's razzing her and she's razzing him. And uh, he's like cackling just like, uh, like a wild man. Mm-hmm. And she gets him to tell all these stories, you know. And Do like each have, episode is... Is it just the two of them or are there guests? No, it's just the two of them. Hmm. Hmm. Does he do the podcast with his shirt off? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know. They have. Uh, he doesn't say or she doesn't say. Uh, I don't know. Maybe he does because I think they like recorded it at his office or something. But uh, today uh, the new podcast was about uh, his teacher from military school. Who uh, taught him how to lift weights? This guy named uh, Mr. Pepperman, and uh, it's, it's. I've heard quite that a story. story. That's a pretty. It's a pretty uh, crazy story where the guy told him, and correct me if I'm wrong. He was he was like a scrawny kid, and this guy spotted something in him and realized he needed some kind of some focus, and he yeah. told him, "Go buy these weights and start doing this program but don't look at yourself in the mirror until I tell you to. Is that what he said? Yeah, that that's exactly correct, but this story that he wrote for like Details mag- magazine in like 1990, apparently they put it up on like gym walls all across America. Mm-hmm. You know this uh this story about Mr. Pepperman and uh I, I thought that was interesting. It was, it was touching, but uh Yeah, I, re- I remember reading that and just be- I thought it was kind of because it really was like his transformative thing that just this guy told him, keep doing this, keep doing this. And then he started getting more confidence and started getting more. And then he was just, they finally let him see what he had been working toward. And then he was suddenly like getting in, he was in shape. And it yeah. really was like a transformative thing for him because uh, he was kind of like a, a beaten down kid. Yeah. Yeah, and that's probably like uh, I think it was like that day. Was it that day that he joined SOA and just like started uh, screaming and stuff and started going uh, for it, right? Yeah, yeah, big time. Sometimes yeah. you just got to go for it, right? Yeah, it made me almost want to uh, go and uh, buy a set of weights or yeah, something. Yeah, almost, but, but then uh, yeah. I love what a what. A, it's great to know that story landed a bullseye. Right on you. you. Made me almost go by weights, but then you didn't. Yeah, well, it's hard to drink beer and lift weights. Yeah, uh, well, there you go. You yeah. just you went instead. You went to the you liquor to. locker and got uh, a thirty pack. Uh, yeah, and got a, a they're pretty pack heavy. They're pretty heavy. The back. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> almost. And then you were just like, oh, "This is kind of like weights." <laughs> it's heavy. Yeah. Well, I'm out in my <clears throat> garage 
tonight and listen to a can, you know, uh, this album, Tago Mago. It's, uh, it's a trip. Yeah, that's a great album. Yeah, picked it up out here at Grimey's in the, the bargain bin. and uh, I'm Bar- That was in the, the bargain can. bin? <laughs> that's a good bargain bin. Yeah, that's like the yeah, best yeah. bargain bin ever. Yeah. Well, five bucks, you know. Oh, my God, like a yeah. CD of it or an album? It's a CD. Okay, yeah. well, that that's fair. But that look, as long as you hear that, that's all that matters. That's a great yeah. album. I'm glad you yeah. like it. Yeah, it's tripping me out. It's, it's crazy stuff here. Yeah, right? Maybe you go yeah. uh, see what anybody's selling around in the park, maybe, <laughs> right? Shrooms? Yeah. Maybe heighten the yeah. experience, right? Something to take it uh, to the next level? Well, there's an old Civil War battlefield about a block down from where oh, I live. Oh, this sounds so like a might... great plan. Go get some yeah. hallucinogens. <laughs> You put Tago Mago on your headphones and then go to the Some Civil War. Go to the Civil War. <laughs> is this the new Frankie Teardrop Challenge? Oh, I can't wait Tago to see Mago. you at the show on Saturday. You're going to be a great yeah. audience member. He'll be seeing yeah. Civil War ghosts yeah. up on stage. Exactly. Yeah, you'll run at me with a bayonet. <laughs> trying to defend yourself. Uh, oh, well, listen. Thank you so much for taking my call. It's a of pleasure course. to speak of with course. you, well, sir, it was to great. all of you. It's great to talk to you. Thanks, buddy. I'll see you on Saturday. All right. So time-wise, where are we at? We're done. Let's, uh, the music's playing one more time. We will say our goodbyes over the next, we have 90 seconds to wrap it up. Mike? People can always stop in at masses on Sundays during the day. I had three visitors this week. Mm-hmm. And you know, you can see them a mile away. These best show fans, when they, when they it's like the deer, the, the deer in the headlights when they walk into masses, poking their head like it, the neck turning and yeah, like taking they're the very timidly, you know. Mm-hmm. And of course, you know, actually, some of the customers now have seen different fans of the show come in, mm-hmm. and they know too. Mm-hmm. And this one guy just was just started busting on them immediately. You know, tell him, telling him, yeah, he, you like that radio show. <laughs> tell, telling him he couldn't sit in the chair next to him and all this stuff, oh, and they're and so they're funny. they're like jittery at first, you know. The locals are giving him the oh, business. and and I felt bad for him because this this particular customer is known to chew off people's ears. Yeah, and they sat right next to him, so he he I barely got a word in for the first hour they were there. Uh, yeah. But you know, he kept putting off his. Oh, I'm Mike. Tell me when it's two o'clock. I'm going to leave at two o'clock. And four o'clock rolls around, and he's still there. You know, it was one of those days. But uh, people shouldn't be scared to come there. You know, you, they had a, eventually. They had a good time. Yeah, that's good. And you can you can if you're there, you'll be you're there pretty much on every Sunday. So yes. people can keep an eye out for you. And if they want to make sure you're there, they can. Tweet at you, right? Yeah. yeah. At, at AP Mike. Yes. On Twitter, and then ask you if you're going to make sure you're going to be there, and they can come by and see you yeah. if they're in Bayonne. They left a great tip, which was nice. That is nice. Oh, Pat? Um, I realized something I should have said before was that I saw the Cambodian Rock documentary, which was really good. Okay. Don't Think I've Forgotten is the name of it. And uh, it's a good movie. Everyone should go see it. Mm-hmm. And when is that? Was that just like a screening of it you saw? Uh, it, it was at IFC. It had a run. I think it's still playing. Maybe. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, and you, you do your show every Saturday night on WFMU? Nine to midnight. And when's the next live show? May 30th. Okay. So people can, we'll, we'll talk more about that as it gets closer. Any guests yet lined up yet? 
Matt Koff, uh, Daily Show writer, very funny guy. Okay, awesome. That'll be so, we'll, and we'll talk about it as the bill fills out. Yes, we'll sir. keep people up to speed on that. And Jason, of course, this Saturday, the sixteenth, get real at, uh, with Bridge and Tunnel uh, with special guest. Uh, you have uh, psychic medium uh, Jenna Deller, Gemma Deller, and that's uh, uh, eight p.m. Uh, Saturday the 16th at the Pit, which is on, where's it? 24th between Park and Lex. Okay, and people can find out more about that by going to, uh, I think thepitnyc.com, or just go to bridgeandtunnelnyc.com. Or hit you up on Twitter at uh, Sonic Dork. Dork. And I'm in Montreal next week uh, for Dead Dads Club and uh, Bridge and Tunnel for Montreal Sketchfest. So people who are at Sketchfest should know. Keep an eye out for for Dead Dad's Club. It's one of the last times you can it's see the it. The last time. The last time. You'll the never do it again. Time. We won't do it again. Even if Paul Allen showed up <laughs> with a, a check, a cashier's check for $45 million. We'd do it again. Sorry, Paul. Yeah. We said Montreal was the last <laughs> time. I wish we could. Yeah. We can't. Yeah, no, you're right. We wouldn't. kidding? I'd be like... Yeah. What do you want me to do, Paul? I will do it. Um, so, everybody, thanks so much for listening, and we'll do this in a couple weeks. And you can find out everything about the show and the box set at uh, thebestshow.net. And uh, download all the episodes of the show and uh, give reviews on iTunes. And got the box set, uh, Sharpling and Worcester, in Nashville this uh, Saturday. We'll be there. Get your tickets at thirdmanrecords.com. It's a, it's very close to selling out by the time you hear this. It might be sold out already, but give it a shot if you didn't. And we will see you in Nashville, and we will see you here uh, very soon. Thanks, everybody, for listening, and we'll talk to you real soon. Bye. Say goodbye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Bye.